Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Let's talk devils and islanders, let's talk penguins and rangers, but let's not talk about flyers, cause they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 59, Friends and Rivals podcast, coming at you, I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness, with me as always are... A dejected Stephen Wojtowicz. A bad person named Bill Fouchere. Small-brained Nick Larita. Wow, Nick Larita. Nick, welcome back to the show, buddy. We, we, oh, I, God. Hey, Nick. Don't listen, ever I'm, go away again. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, listen, I, I love Randy Travis III, oh, probably as equal as Nick Larita. Oh, Nick, you got to meet him, Nick. You, uh, you would love him. You, you I really think he's the worst. Ah, uh, you really. Oh would. man, Steve, Steve and him don't get along. It's uh, it's a no, weird thing. he's We're awful. Steve, no, well, well dude. welcome back from your hiatus, Thank and you. uh, we look forward to getting into some ice Icelander stuff today. All bad news, of course. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna start out with shitty call of the week after reviewing the play. The call on the ice stands. We gotta go. Listen, I couldn't find the video of the shitty call that I wanted to do, so I'm going to switch it up. That was supposed to be Jari's friggin' dive during the Devils game. But we're going out to the trade that happened between the Calgary Flames and the Montreal Canadiens. Tyler Toffoli oh. went from Montreal to Calgary. Forget this. A first-round pick in 2022, a fifth-round pick in 2023, and two prospects. That's a lot. Is Tyler Toffoli worth even a first-round pick at this point? I th- I think Calgary severely overpaid for him, in my opinion. I would agree. And it makes me interested to see what Tatar might be worth. What everybody's going to be worth. What do you think? Fucking JT. Oh, listen, I don't want, please, God. Please, God. Hockey gods. <laughs> hockey. Listen to me. Hockey gods. Please God, I know you're listening to me, Steve, a Devils fan. Fucking JT every ex Ranger back please to the Rangers. Do not want. Listen, I could deal with Mark Stahl because he gives us depth. Really, I, I I wouldn't be upset with that, especially if we only pay a third round pick for him. I'd be very very happy with that. But the price that they're 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 talking about JT Miller is just put it put it to good use somewhere else. Give me Pavelski for all the shit we're gonna pay for JT Miller. Please very, very happy Miller with that. And, and Larry Brooks in the post, how JT Miller can fill the second line center role. No, no. Bad, bad Larry Brooks. Bad Larry Brooks. You're bad. <sighs> Thank you for letting me get that off my chest. But well, Calgary, didn't have a choice. what are you? Look, I, <laughs> look, I know he scored in his debut. God bless him. And the, the pass from, from Johnny Goudreau, no relation to Barkley Goudreau, was amazing flip pass and he caught it like and and the one legged thing the whole the whole thing was great but i just don't think tyler Tafoli anymore is worth that first round pick so here's to you calgary for the shitty call of the week thinking he was worth a fucking first round pick isn't so, it well, always funny when coaches go out and they go, they want players that they used to have on their new team yeah like ryan reeves yeah who, who the devil's Maybe Jimmy Vesey? Yeah. For, did he? he? He played for Ruff. He must have. Well, Ruff was a defensive coach, so I don't Yeah, but he was still part of the organization. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, but Jimmy Vesey's not a, a very good example. <laughs> 400th career game. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. 
fuck's he been in the league that long? And and he's you know said he's fell back in love with playing hockey. He fell out of love with playing hockey. Well, he played in New York, so that would make anybody fall out of love with playing hockey. <laughs> yeah, not everybody fell, especially when you're in the playoffs. Ooh, boom! All right, sick burn. So we're on number four of our foods that we ate as kids and now want to try again as adults. Is it uh, Nesquik? The first week we had uh, Goober Grape. The second week we had the uh, the Magical Fluff. Uh, last week we had the Powdered Quick, which was highly, highly rated by all co-hosts. And this week we have the Fun Day. Now, this used to be a different package. When I when I was a kid, there used to be a fat guy. And I think they only gave you one stick. Maybe, maybe one stick. No, maybe, uh, was it always two? The big one was two sticks. It was was two it always sticks two when they one. had the three different packets yeah, the, of sugar? The, the small one was always one one stick. I don't well when the first came out back in the day, when we get out of the like the baseball, the little league fields and stuff like that, they I don't think they only had the big pouch, right? Yeah, it was only the big one. It was always two sticks. You, and the thing with this was you were always hoping they wouldn't be broken because nothing was worse than like having like a broken stick and you're like, this sucks, balls. Um, because, you know, it's you're, all you're doing is licking the shit out of this like little white stick thing. Did they tell you what that fucking stick is actually made of? I don't know. I'm reviewing. Listen, it's, it has to be chalk. It has to be like a Tums. They make it out of Tums or Rolaids. A giant so smarty. This, the stick is el- is is edible, as well. The stick yeah. is edible. Yes, it is. Now, we've been saying what we're going to eat for the past what four or five weeks now, and two of the hosts on this podcast waited till the last fucking minute to go out and try and find it when apparently there's a shortage on fun dip and they're not properly prepared. So, Bill and Steve, shut your fucking mouths. See, it says lick a stick. I- Right on it. I don't, I don't want to hear it, Bill. But I, I, brought, I don't want to hear I, it. I brought sun chips. I am so mad at both of chips? you right now for being unprepared that I can't even look at you. All right, Nick, you have right. the, the the razzle. Razzle dazzle. I need Raz- a scissor. Yeah. Why, well, why are you laughing, you buddy? Can't, you can't open. You can't open your package. You need a scissor. Well, I want to. I want to be nice and neat. Uh, man so up gonna, already. I'm going to open the, the Razzle apple, too. I have the Cherry Yum Diddly Dip and the Grape Yumptious Dip. And Nick, you Man have up the and open your Halloween. Cherry Yum Diddly Dip. Diddly Dip? You like that? So it's important to lick the stick first. First, smell it. Oh, yeah. Smell it? Ew. Oh, that's smell uh, that stick. Smells good, right? It is, that is unpleasant. What are you talking about? It, it, it smells like Tums. <laughs> It smells like it reminds tum. me of when I was a kid. Dum, 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 so, dum, Steve, what yeah. was that song? You got to lick it before you stick it, right? I think that was the song, yeah. You got to get it soft and wet like so it. we can kick it, something like lick that. Lick it in there. So, you got to. Give me a lick. Gotta, mm, mm. Yeah. Are you guys quoting the Super mm. Bowl halftime or something right now? I, I, I'm not following the song thing. All right. You, you did a good job there. I don't think, I oh, think you got all the spots. Got to get it all wet. Uh, so, that way, to you stick it uh, oh, in the. Right in the pouch, and you pull out all the sugary goodness. And, mm, oh, yeah. That tastes just like it did 30 years ago. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh, it's a little sour. Yeah. 
This one's not like, bad though. Because it's 30 years old. <laughs> it's like one of those um what are they? Pixie sticks? Looks like a giant. Yeah. It's it's, it's just sticks. a pixie stick they, they give you a piece of chalk for. Pixie sticks with extra steps. This is actually this is not only is it good and tasty, this is fun. This is fun. It's fun to dip it. Mm, I don't like this. Mm. But I Nick, just you, saw you... some fall off of Nick's stick. Did he not uh, get it wet enough? I don't think he properly oh. lubricated the piece oh, of chalk. I no shit. My, oh, my, green teeth. My, green teeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like George the Animal Steel. Uh, Looks like he went down on Kermit. Oh shit. Oh I, no. So my stick broke. I think because I was licking it too much, and a piece of chalk came off. Yeah, Chew it. I'm supposed to bite this. Yeah, you can eat it. Listen, it's edible. You eat. Well, at any point, it, you can it gets rid it. of an upset stomach. It's perfect. I can't. I can't do it. It's too hard. Swallow. <laughs> swallow. I swallow. Don't make me swallow. He'll love you more. It's like I got some. <laughs> it's like I got some dick meat in the back of my throat. I thought you used to that. You're not used to that yet? No, this is yeah. this fucking stick is disgusting, dude. <laughs> this is absolutely hor horrible. I'm so sorry I missed out on this. Yeah, but really. I tell you, yeah. It, it might be better than fluff, though. Uh, anything was better than fluff. <laughs> it still, know, it doesn't have as the same. It smells exactly the same. I don't think it's as flavorful as a kid. Wake <laughs> yeah. you right up. Do some lines. So That's I how to get it in the bloodstream quicker. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and try the cherry. Go for it. Yeah, you get I, a I new stick for the it, cherry. Gonna, I'm gonna yeah. Or do you gotta use the same stick? For I'm multiple... going to use the same stick. Mm. Oh, I got half of it left. I need to get wet again. Hold on. There we go. Sounds like There's you're getting thing. your teeth involved. Nothing wrong Me? with little teeth. Tom. Yeah. I said it sounds like you're getting your teeth involved. Well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the little teeth. Just just a graze. I mean, it's not. I don't I don't agree with that. Wow. Whoa. Guy he fucking Young. loves his strawberry shit. I'm telling you. Jay, yeah. if you're listening, this is exactly what I said. He just loves anything strawberry. I, I do, you know. I bought. He does. So I I've switched from Aha Seltzer to uh, to the bubbly, or the boob. Oh yeah. Depending on who you ask, they make a strawberry version, and the strawberry version of the bubbly of the bubbly seltzer tastes exactly like you're biting into a fresh strawberry. It's quite terrific, yeah. Except with bubbles. Because mm. I, I I could be mistaken, but strawberries aren't bubbly, right? No. Well, they have seeds, but I gotta tell you, this cherry yum diddly dip. This is fucking. This is like cherry jello. Can we back up a second about about uh, a strawberry not being bubbly? But Tom, you said, but it has seeds. But it's got seeds. Totally irrelevant. Doesn't doesn't make a connection at all. But all right, guys, I was just wondering if I if I was missing nope. something. Nick, you're missing out on this cherry one, man. I, yeah. I gotta think you're missing out on this cherry. I it sucks. That I don't have the other flavors, but I'll be honest. I've just been sitting here eating the, the stick because I. And after I eat a few bites of it, now it's like the old flavor comes back. I'm like, oh, yeah. There it <laughs> He's is. He's only got a little nubbin left. He's not going to be able to. Oh, 
He won't be able to eat any more. Are these those candies that that pop mm. a little bit? Can like can you no, pop no, those that are cherry? Pop rocks. Those are yeah. pop rocks, Bill. You can't you can't have soda or Coca-Cola right. or diet. So you can't so, pop the cherry. All right. 100% basically chalk. Um it's <laughs> delicious chalk though. The best chalk I've ever had. Yeah, I mean say that yes. much. Um, I would agree. But I would you know what the best thing I, I think the the funniest thing would be like if there's actually like Tums and you're like here eat your candy with Tums in it and then right. like you'll feel better. I'd be like this is the best candy I've ever, I've ever eaten because it would be amazing. Sugar. So you're never going to get an upset stomach from all that yeah. sugar. Yeah. I don't think you can get it from this anyway because you're basically just eating chalk anyway. I don't. It is essentially the same stuff. <laughs> I don't remember ever getting a tummy ache from eating all the fun dip either, but just my my recollection. I think it's good. I, I give it a thumbs up. I think it. Uh, so, Nick, now that you've, you've had all four, rate them in one. Ooh. Uh, Okay. Whoa! This grape yumptious dip is great. <laughs> this might this might be the sugar starting to talk. I'm sorry. Get looks. All right. All right. Thank uh, you, Tony the Tiger. So, I was I was thinking Fred Flintstone. Yeah, about Nesquik. Nesquik's gotta be number one. That was easy. I think everyone's gonna probably be in that that range for number one. Mm. Um, number two is probably Fun Dip. Three Goober, and then four. I just I don't like. I just didn't like the fluff. Not my, not my thing. Okay. And the and the I like goop. Mm. I like the goober was okay, but like honestly, I would never eat it. It's just one of those things. No. Where I, I would eat the, the fun dip again because I'm an idiot and I, you know, forget what it tastes like, and I'll be like, oh yeah, it tastes like chalk. <laughs> what about Tom? you, uh, Tom? What are your? Uh, <laughs> you can rank them now if you could just come down off that sugar high a little bit. Come back to the podcast. What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you need? What do you need? Could you uh could you rate all four of them now for us? All four what? The four <laughs> foods we've eaten over the you last four weeks. Oh he can't take that okay. stick okay. out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, I got great powder everywhere. His fucking attention is just so all over the place. <laughs> okay. It's ridiculous. Okay. Wait, hold so, on. So fun tip is not made of Adderall. <laughs> figuring that out mm-hmm. hands down strawberry quick without there's not even a debate about that is number one unlike nick number two for me was goober was goober great mm-hmm. goober great yeah, to me sense. brought back so many memories of childhood and going shopping with my mom and begging for that shit and all that stuff what really good memories back um number three fun dip baby Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting another half hour. I got listen, I gotta tell this this grape is delicious. Like I love oh the cherry's great too. It gives you the jello flavor, but this grape, man. This the is grape is my favorite favorite, but the cherry is so good. I like it so much. <laughs> my most favorite. Mm. But the first flavor that I don't even remember, I like that one too. And and the, oh, how many flavors last? are in this variety pack? Yeah, coming last only flavor. three. Oh, okay, good. If you didn't know, the fluff is going to be last, but this this grape. Mm. Mm. All right, so we, we learned valuable lesson. Uh, Tom is basically a gremlin. We cannot feed him you know, <laughs> right. after after sugar, nine o'clock. Sugar after nine o'clock. Well, sugar. I mean, you can feed me regular like goober grape is fine. Strawberry quick. That, that's that's dandy. He could have his tea after nine o'clock. Candy is dandy, but liquor yeah. is quicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh.
All right. I'm getting cleaned up. Got all that great powder off my desk and I didn't snort any. All right. So that is going to conclude our food search. Should we continue it one more week or do we uh, we do the crackers with the uh, with the wool the crackers with the spoon cheese. and the cheese? I'm in. I think that's a good one. I didn't I do too. I don't remember seeing it in a long time, but I'm sure we can find that one probably. All right. We're extending another week. Crackers and cheese. And then the following week, we'll do the sun chips. No, never. we're never doing sun Fuck chips. That. Yeah, what? Steve, do you not like fun sun chips? Sun chips? No. What are they? Sun chips are disgusting. so sun, sun chips. Sun chips are the chips they give you free when you get like a box lunch. And then you throw them out immediately. And nobody eats them. What's wrong with sun chips? They're, they're gross. They're, look at them. I think harvest cheddar. cheddar? 100% whole grain. They're whole grain. No. Very healthy for you. They're, they're like right there with, with Pringles is like the worst possible chips you can make. 8% oh. of your dietary fiber. Pringles? In one little package. Did you ever cut the bottom of the Pringles can and put it in there? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but I did that with the bottom of a popcorn container. And Pringles were, were so good because they were they came in such a different container. Yeah, but they're basically stale chips that are gross, disgusting, and taste like dog shit. I could have never had Pringles. Yeah. All right. Now listen. Who hasn't had Nick, Pringles? you're coming off like a thin person. <laughs> I'm not gonna say they're the best chip ever, because we all know Ruffles are. Tom, 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 back away <laughs> from the fun dip. Tom, you can't stop me. Tom, back away. Tom. I had a taste in point. Tom's face has turned the color of the fun tip. We've we've created a monster. Whole face. Well, I got a blueberry. I think water. maybe we got to rate chips next time around. We can all right. Maybe after maybe after the cheese, we can go to chips and eat all the yeah. chips. Have a lot just of chips. go to yeah. All right, Tom. You didn't have to say chips six fucking times. <laughs> maybe we do chips. We'll do chips after this. We'll do chips and chips. Wow. All right. Put it down now. We need your full attention. It's so good. Fucking go to town on that thing. You. What are we doing? Oh, I want to notice I... that his face really is turning like a purpley red. That's what it said. He got he got fucking like sweaty and shit. Mister Sugar Man, good man. The cherry shit is delicious. Holy hell! Need more of that. All right, you gotta you gotta just get it on your finger and rub it into your gums now. Oh. That's... I can do you that. can just wash it down with some uh, Nesquik, and that would be, uh, you know, oh, there you go. You'd be <laughs> off the walls or just passing out. One or two. Get your fingers out of your mouth, Tom. Or on my nipple. What the fuck was that? And why am I hard? <laughs> what? Okay. 45 minutes. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. You're going to have to edit this tomorrow. I'm so sorry. Uh, all right. Is Vegas. This season's lightning. Mark Stone goes on long-term injured. Allows for, uh, I was going to say Jack Hughes. Allows for Jack Eichel to return to the Vegas lineup tonight. Um, Mark Stone will be out an indefinite period of time. But we're thinking, what, game one of the playoffs will be back? Uh, Magically recovered? I thought it was. Is it on? Hello? doesn't sound as clear as normal. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you're further away or... It says mouth is full, I think. How's that? Is that better? 
No, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound as clean as when you talk into a microphone. Are you serious? Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Just I don't know. That that more gooder? Maybe it's just me. I don't know. Bill, do I sound? I'm, I'm not noticing like I'm not noticing a big difference. No, I, I don't notice any different. It's not okay. like super good, but fuck me for worrying about production. Go ahead. Yeah, but you have me concerned now. No, no just go fuck better. myself. It's fine. That's better. That's better. Okay. Is Get close to the mic? closer yes, to the mic. Then. My mic. Yeah, breathe. Not further back. Any closer. <clears throat> so is Vegas this year's Tampa Bay? Yes, they are. Yeah, you remember they they had the the whole T-shirts, eighteen million over the cap. How much are how much is Vegas going to be over the cap this year? Twelve million. Got to be about ten, yeah, ten or twelve, right? Ten or twelve million. Look, Mark Stone going on. Well, yeah, about that, about that. So Mark Stone going on on LTIR allows not only Eichel to come back, but allows Alec Martinez when he comes back off the injured list to be won't have to do anything and 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 be uh, and play. So this whole situation got me to thinking about the Kovalchuk's salary cap circumvention, right? And that the Devils were fined and penalized a draft pick for going against the spirit of the rule. There was no rule against the contract he signed, but they were going against the spirit of the salary cap by doing it, so they got fined. They called circumvention of the cap, right? But, it, but there was no rule against it. So this got me to thinking in 2014, they had to give up their first round draft pick, which was later given back to them as the 30th pick overall. So if they would have gotten to pick in their normal spot, they could have landed William Nylander or Dylan Larkin or Alex Tuck or Pasternak. And instead they got John Quinville. Was later traded, right? To the Blackhawks? Yes. So how come these teams who are blatantly violating the spirit of the salary cap are not being penalized in any way? Because the guy's well, injured. I mean, you can't, you, even if you fake an injury, the guy's still not playing, right? In Kovalchuk's instance, they were trying to get around a large cap hit by extending the years out. There was no rule against it, though. Listen, I got it. You're not wrong. So what's the solution? Right, well, something's got to be done about it, right? We can all right. agree something's got to be done about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, what stops the team from being like, oh, we'll just take on this guy that's high risk, the high reward, and at the very worst, we just throw him an LTIR and then get a situation where, like, they are in right now, they have what three guys wait until making, like, we're securely in a playoff spot, and yeah. then oh, boom, he right. can go on. Well, well, like, we can get the, we can get this other guy some games before the playoffs start. Yeah, but so they have like um, how many guys so, on the on the air right now? I think three. I think so. My thought was Stone and Martinez are Stone went on. Martinez is still on. Eichel is off, officially activated. So my thought was you have to be on the active active roster for the final game of the regular season. But that's too easy to because you can put somebody on injured reserve or have a be on COVID or something right. like that. But I'm saying, if you're not on the active roster for the final game of the season, you can't play in the playoffs. So well, if why, you're why a player, not? if you're a player who they expect you can return, if we advance to the second round, he's got to be on the roster the final game of the regular season. But that's shitty to a guy who like broke his arm eight weeks right. before the playoffs started, and he's gonna he's gonna come back in the middle of the first round of the playoffs. 
That's really shitty for that It's not. Guy. No, just put him on your roster the final game of the regular season. He could be one of the healthiest you might not be. You might not be able to. You might not be ready. You might. There's, he could be. He doesn't have to that. play in the game. He could be a scratch for the game. You're allowed to have more than 20 players on your yeah, roster. But because that guy broke his arm such a time before the before the playoffs started, the team made a move to replace that guy for the lineup for the end for the rest of the regular season. So they wouldn't miss out on a playoff push. Well, too bad. So sad. And I don't, I don't know if there's a, a right way to do this. And, and or it, it was funny. Keep the cap intact to, for the keep playoffs. The cap, yeah. Keep the cap intact that's for all. the playoffs. I, I think yeah. that's, I think I that's, think that's, that's such a playoff roster under the cap. I think that's, that's the solution. That, if there that is seems one. way better. That seems like the best solution. Cause otherwise you're in situations where Fuck like, you. Oh, My now we got It's pretty fucking good. <laughs> It's yeah. not Fuck you, Randy. Oh, is Randy calling me? <laughs> <laughs> so, and the reason I was saying it is not that's a bad idea. It's just that it's the problem is you have teams are going to start to like be like, oh well, how is this guy's in a different situation doing than my situation? And how are you going to tell you know? And it becomes like less of a clear cut situation. Like right now, it's not clear cut, and that's the problem. People, teams are just like, well, he's hurt. Kucherov's hurt for like the whole season. And he just comes back right in time for the playoffs. Like his timelines just matched up properly. Yeah. And that's just kind of like the shitty part. So, you know, like we're saying, like Mark Stone, he'll be back for the playoffs. 100%. No doubt. Alec Game Mart- one. He's back. Alec Martin- Martinez, he'll be back for the playoffs. 100%. Alec Martinez, I think he'll be back next no week. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be nursing an injury until they need him to, to, to come off, you know, because I mean, either that or they have to move a guy like, uh, was it Riley Smith, potentially? Yep. I mean, that, that could happen, but, you know, they want to win, win. You know, they're going to be like, oh, well, we'll just, oh, this guy's going to get hurt. He's going to tear. Okay, it's just, um, it's just another you know, reason to root against them. Yeah, it's all, it's a bullshit thing, you know, um, because of this. And I think that the, once the, the cap being open in the playoffs is the real problem, right? Like, oh, no cap in the playoffs. Well, then any, you can just have $35, $50 million over the cap. And right. get, as long as you get there, there's no one's, no one can do anything about it. And, you know, that's that's really, to me, the, the biggest issue. And, and you know... When, I, when baseball yeah. or something, don't they have to be on the roster at a certain date in order to qualify for the playoffs in baseball? Does, I does believe the NHL so. Have I believe anything like definitely that? can't be like a late-season call-up. Or, yeah, yeah no, yeah. You have to be on the roster by a certain point in order to play in the playoffs. In the NHL? Yeah. It's a sure? certain point. Yeah, it's like a certain point. Because I remember... Couple, Chris I thought Cr- a couple of weeks after the... I remember Chris Kreider... Coming from the NCAA championship, but he was on there. I think he was on there, not their active. The forty man isn't there like a forty man roster that he signed. He signed his entry level deal after the after the championship game, and was in the lineup in the playoffs. That was what two thousand twelve, eleven, somewhere around there. So I listen. I I don't know the logistics of that, um, but maybe that's another way. But I, I think the solution is the salary cap is still live for the playoffs. I think that's that might be the only solution to stop these teams, especially if Vegas wins the cup this year. They're not winning the fucking cup. I don't think that's the case, but I think that they'll probably be the most over than any team ever if everybody's healthy. You know, you're looking at Stone and Martinez having a combined, you know, what, almost almost 15 million. So that's pretty nutty. If they're ever at the cap with Eichel coming back, then they'll be like, very close to what I think Tampa was like 12 million over. Uh, 18. Uh, 18. Oh, it's 18. 18. Oh, yeah. God. 
Even worse. Never mind. That was you remember that terrible. Irish guy in the press conference with the T-shirt? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he was fucking great. I thought it was 12, but I couldn't. I guess I'm wrong. I guess I forgot. All of the memories of losing in the, against the, that shitty team. That shitty team. Nope. Good thing you're not sore about it, man. Nope. <laughs> what, uh, what prompted this conversation? I forget. Um, it was just an agenda item about hot, hot takes around the NHL right now. Oh, okay. 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 Is that okay, Nick? Okay. Sorry, I got confused if we got off topic or something. All right. Ooh, video. Let's take a ride on the Metro. <laughs> and to lead things off, you got to give it to him. For Russ, Gensel sprints over, holds it over. Brian Russ, hard pass, Latang, Crosby opens, kicks around in front, back to Boston over Crosby, he scores! Crosby, 500! A sensational moment! 500 goals in one remarkable career! Well, give it up to Sidney Crosby, 500 goals in the career for Sidney Crosby. Um, he will go down as one of the all-time greats. There's just you, there's no debating it. True. He'll definitely be one of the best players of this generation. Yes. He's, I think he's uh, a bona fide uh, uh, generational player. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, he's a so, – so finally he got there, I guess, milestone, you know. I thought he was closer to 500 before the season started. So they started really bringing it up, but um, well, he got he got the COVID. He was hurt for or was was yeah. hurt Phil? Was hurt. He yeah, he had a that that late surgery on his uh, right. wrist that he got criticized for. That was on his limp wrist, right? <clears throat> yeah, and uh, yeah, so uh, and he's missed something like uh, two seasons worth of games over his career. I mean, you you look at him right. against Ovechkin's numbers, and he's like, I think like ten or eleven points behind Ovechkin uh, overall all time. And it's played something like 200, 200 games less. So okay. uh, I, I have some just all bonus, that time that he's missed. I got some bonus trivia for you guys. Henrik Lundqvist, 18 goals. It's centered around Sidney Crosby. Henrik Lundqvist, he scored against him 18 times. Who, what five franchises has he scored the most out of his 500 goals against? Give well, me the I top know, five. I know Who's Philly number is number one. Philly is yeah. number one. Who's number two? Ten, an even ten percent of his five hundred goals against. Uh, thank Philly. you, fucking Matthew. I'm gonna uh, say obvious symmetry. Yeah, I mean Washington gonna... Islanders. The Islanders are number two. Really beat me to it. Who's number three? The Rangers. The Rangers are number four. Devils. The Devils. The Devils are number three. Ah. So and oh, and Washington wasn't one of them. Uh, uh sorry, there. Washington is tied for fifth. My apologies. Tied for fifth. So yes. who are they tied with? Correct. Who else could? They, they are tied? not a metro team. Obviously, it's got to be Eastern Conference though. Toronto. I think the Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow. Tied. So fifty for the Flyers, thirty-nine for the Icelanders, thirty-eight for the Devils. 36 for the Rangers and 28 for both the Maple Leafs and the Washington Capitals. Vegas and um, Seattle uh, aside, who has he scored the least amount of goals against? Vancouver. And it's a tie for last. And it's not Vancouver. Anaheim. Minnesota. 
Negative, negative. Nashville. Negative. Sharks. Dallas. The San Jose Sharks are one of the two teams. Uh-huh. Dallas. Negative. LA Kings. Negative. The Calgary Flames. Chicago Blackhawks. The Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, that's right. I should have remembered that because they never fucking beat that team. Okay, now bonus, bonus. Jesus Sydney Crosby Christ. Trivia. 45, Tom. A tight 45. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm on a sugar <laughs> high. Uh, who has given Sidney Crosby the most reach arounds? Bill. Oh, Bill Fougere. <laughs> Bill Fougere. <laughs> the uh, most assists. Malkin, 170. Uh, it is Eveni- Evgeny Malkin is numero uno, 109. 109. Give me the... Uh, and they it didn't was, even play it on the same line. Well, did you see the – wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Did you see this graphic? Somebody put together a really cool graphic on Twitter, and I just tried to find it. But it they did it like the size of the jersey was equal to the percentage of assists. Oh, that's great. So Love give it. me the top five assists. We got All number right. one was Malkin. Number was, two? Was, I mean, I don't know why he it's would just freeze right over it like that, but – as even you know, somebody even somebody put all that work into that, and I thought it was I was trying to appreciate it, unlike everybody else. I don't even three. know what it means. I don't means. know Chris, why Chris Kunitz, you, Chris you Kunitz just breeze right over it like that. Number four, it was it the size. I don't think you understand the size E-Rod. of the jersey. No, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. It was not Benny the Jet Rodriguez. I like being the guy that makes the stupid trivia uh, answers. <laughs> Who's that guy they played with for years? Pascal Dupuis? No, Pascal Dupuis actually, is actually number six with 31. Sergey Gonchar. Gonchar is number five. Really? Yes. Holy shit. All right. I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, how about a how about an oddball one just because he's been around for a long time? Brian Dumoulin. Uh that's a negative. Quite a bit. Okay. Where's Dumoulin on the list? James Neal? No. Phil Wayne Kessel. Wayne. Uh, uh, no, Kessel's number eight at 30. Hmm. Oh. And no, it's not Ziggy Palfy. Ziggy Palfy is actually number 24 on the list. I don't feel like James he played Neal long enough for Mario Lemieux. Only seven. Seven assists, James Neal. He was more of a goal scorer, not necessarily a passer. Yeah. No, that's hmm. absolutely true. And he played with Malkin mostly. I mean, shit, Brooks Orpik and Alex Goldoski had more. We're looking for number four. I Max mean, Talbot. This is like a slam dunk. Ah, that was good. No. Uh, Got to think through. Got to think who played on his line. It, it's a slam dunk. Well, we already said Kunitz, right? Yeah, well, well I mean, Kunitz, yes. But who's it's the other guy who played on his fucking wing dunk. for, it seems it's like. It's a slam forever. dunk. Ryan Reeves? What were you trying to tell me with slam dunk? <laughs> no. no, it wasn't Ryan Reeves. Oh. Ryan, I'm leaving. No, Ryan Reeves is not even the number. Doesn't even have one. (laughs) I mean, Mike Rupp has one. Gary Roberts was it? Oh yeah, I guess he was. You said Dupuis, right? Yeah, and that was wrong. I mean, Jack Johnson's got. Jack Johnson has as many assists to Sidney Crosby as Mario Lemieux did. Well, there's a there's a way you could say the name Jack Johnson and Mario Lemieux in the same sentence. Congratulations! (laughs) I I have done it. (laughs) I can retire now from broadcasting. Brilliant. All right. In, in an effort to save the 45 minutes, it is Jake Gensel. Gensel? Gensel? 
Gensel? 45 assists, Jake Gensel. Mm. I got those He's two good. little nuggets off of the uh, off of the old Twitter while I was on the shitter. So, Bill, talk about the Penguins. Uh, we just did, didn't we? Uh, we talked about well, let's one see. thing. Crosby got his uh, 500th goal. Congratulations. Um, that was uh, part of a, uh, a comeback win against the Philadelphia Flyers last night at, at Pittsburgh. Uh, Penguins were pretty sloppy in the game, to be perfectly honest. Um, and uh, Casey DeSmith was Casey DeSmith, who had played two real good games in a row. Um, did not play so hot against the Flyers. Um, and, but, you know, the, the fact that they were down 4-2, I, I'm not going to put it on him completely. Uh, Penguins were pretty sloppy. Uh, DeSmith was not helping them, <laughs> bailing them out too much. Uh, so so they got down 4-2, and then they uh, had a good late uh, comeback that started with a power play goal. Um, and then uh, Chad Ruedel, of all people, uh, tied it like some, some 12 seconds later. And then Chris Letang, um, in overtime, coughed up the puck to, to Claude Giroux, uh, then uh, hacked him, dropped him, like uh, just uh, in, uh, around the neutral zone. Maybe, maybe he had just gotten into the offensive zone, I don't know, uh, and uh, just took the puck from him, from, from his uh, dead body, and, uh, and went down and scored. So that was nice to get that extra point and make sure that that Sid Milestone uh, goal came in a win. Is that why um, Giroux held the press conference today, to really complain about Latang doing that last night because I wondered talk about anything else. I wondered, but but yeah, fuck the Flyers. Yeah, um, oh, fuck the Flyers for sure. Fuck yeah. the Flyers, and uh, and so that puts the Penguins on a four-game winning streak since the since the break. And you know, I I remember saying as they went into the break, they were just kind of they just looked like a team that was worn out. Uh, and and now that they've gotten fresh, yeah, I, I I don't even think they're playing their best hockey, but they they still have one four in a row, so that's that's saying something. Um, they had also beaten Ottawa during the week, uh, two nothing, um, with uh, Casey DeSmith getting that shutout, and uh, and they beat the Devils uh, over at the Rock um, game that I that I got to attend, uh, uh, and uh, really the 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 Penguins that was the makeup line, game, right? That was the makeup game from earlier in the season. Yeah, a makeup game on Super Bowl Sunday ended up on Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, yeah, the uh, the Penguins. Um, Overall, you know, uh, the the Devils did a good job against the Penguins' top lines, but uh, but that Boyle line, that Penguins' fourth line, which has been playing pretty well, you know, not just against the Devils, but but they really did damage. The Devils came up with a couple of goals, and in, and in, in, including the tiebreaker um, in that uh, in that win. That was kind of a mismatch with Boyle on Ty Smith there. That was kind of a mismatch. Did did seem like it, yeah. Yeah, he overpowered him in front of the net and, and got to the rebound. And yeah, um, it's the, the Devils. I, you know, I, I got to see I got to see them twice this week since uh, Sorry to since hear they were that. playing the, the, the Penguins and the Lightning. What's that? Sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, I got to see them lose twice, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, the uh, I, I, I did the one thing that I did point out, though, to, that I think Steve might have appreciated is that I, I, in seeing Hughes in person for a couple of games, I mean, yeah, he's, he's worth it. He's worth his contract. He's, you know, I, I know his points aren't looking gaudy or anything, but there's, there's just a different energy when he's, when he's on the ice, when he's around the puck, um, he might need to learn to play in his own zone a little bit more still. But I mean, when, when he's, he's just relentless on the puck, uh, he, 
the game against the the Lightning, um, the first goal, which was scored into their own net by Chernak, I mean, that was actually all Hughes anyway, just chasing him down. I mean, Chernak pretty much was panicking with the puck right in front of his net because Hughes was bearing down on him. So Hughes doesn't even get a point on that on that goal, but the goal was really his work, and then he scored later on in the game too. He's just, uh, it, you know, he's just getting to be fun to watch, in my opinion. So, so look, you got you, you got think? you got two tough games next week, one tomorrow night at Toronto, and then the big one uh, Sunday afternoon against Randy Travis the Turds, Carolina Hurricanes. It'll yeah, be a very um, telling game, Bill. It will be, yeah. Uh, that game will, you know, the, the Penguins have been point wise, they're they're hanging around in first place right now. Um, I think the games, the, the the teams behind them have some games in hand though, so it's you know. Carolina's got four games in Carolina, hand, and the Devils, yeah. so, uh, the Rangers have two games in hand. Uh, for the Penguins to really, you know, if the Penguins are, are really a first place contender, they're going to need to perform against those head-to-head teams against uh, you know Carolina and, and the Rangers and stuff, and we'll see uh, how those games go. They haven't. They haven't had to play him yet. Um, but yeah, and, and then Toronto, you know, for whatever reason, the Penguins seem to handle Toronto pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, Toronto's obviously got a good team there too. And, uh, you know, any given day, we'll, we'll see what happens. Penguins luck could run out, especially since the Penguins aren't as sharp right now as they did when they were, as they were when they, when they played uh, Toronto before. No, and uh, it seems that the Rangers were back in action. Um, with two games hand on Pittsburgh's uh, kept pace with them. The Rangers played the Boston Bruins uh, last night, and they haven't Rangers haven't played a game in two weeks since they beat Florida on the first of February. So they had a really you know they had ten days off from from hockey. They came back to practice on the eleventh. They had four good solid days of practice, and then a game. And boy, did they look rusty. Terrible first period, two shots on goal, and just about zero energy but we got to see the third pair that we wanted to kind of see all year and that was the uh, zach jones and brandon schneider uh third pair um they played well um they didn't do anything to um to lead to any goals they played a really solid game on the defensive side and even uh turning some some defense into offense uh for the only goal of the game in regulation by the rangers started by uh brandon schneider they both uh, finished with 16 plus minutes. They were plus one and, and Schneider had the assist on Heedle's goal. So, you know, I said at the beginning of the season that, you know, Zone, Jones and Schneider could be, you know, third pair, maybe even second pair on, on some teams in the NHL, but they were going to be starting out in Hartford. Um, and it's good that they finally got up here and we, we didn't have to see a game with Hayek or with, with Nemeth. And I think people are pretty happy with this. And even the coach today, even in practice at his press conference afterwards said he was pretty pleased, uh, with the way these two youngsters play a youngster who's not playing very well, but seems to be a mainstay in the lineup is Julian Gauthier. Julian Gauthier on the season has played 35 games, has three goals and three assists, and is a minus one. In his Rangers career over three-plus seasons, he has played 77 games, five goals, 11 assists, and is a minus six. I'm thinking you could pull just about anybody in Hartford to play these minutes, and they would give you equal production, if not more, from a player like Johnny Brzezinski, Lori Piniemi, or even Anthony Greco. It is time to move on, I think, from young Julian Gauthier and give somebody else a look. Um, well, what do you do with him? You send him back down or you trade him? Either or. 
I, I, I still believe he's going to be probably part of a package. Um, you're, you're not going to get much for him. He's just going to be a throw into something. Throw in, yeah. Give him another chance, a fresh start somewhere, um, because I really, really think he needs that. He's going to wind up in Vancouver for in that JT Miller deal. Shut your mouth, Steve. So overall, general game, they looked they looked off. The two week hiatus will certainly do that. Um, Igor Shosturkin, solid game in net. Um, in overtime, took a shot from from Craig Smith and went down during the TV timeout. You kind of saw him do some weird shit with his eyes, and um, the spotters from up top, man, they those uh, those concussion spotters called down and. Jim Ramsey had to come out like he was his dad, telling him he had to get off the ice. And uh, Igor was pretty upset going back to the locker room to get checked out. Um, when Craig Smith went into Igor, Lafreniere really took exception to that and uh, really got in a little tussle with Craig Smith. Um, Smith got a minor for interference, and Lafreniere got a uh, minor for roughing. No loss of manpower on the ice, still three on three. Um, Georgiev finished the last 41 seconds of the game. And uh, right as the shootout was about to start, Shesterkin came back into the game. And there was a little delay there about whether he could come back in the game. Is there any rule that says if, uh, if your goalie is, is pulled in overtime, he can't participate in the shootout? There's no rule, no. But there is, a, there is supposed to be a certain amount of time that it takes in order to do the requisite testing to give him the permission to come back in the game. I certainly did see that that was a little on the quick side. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, you know, Ramsey, even when he came back to the bench, he was yelling at the ref. He's, he's fucking fine. He, he checked out. There was no issues. So all was good. The shootout went to the ninth round with uh, Keandre Miller um, scoring the goal. Rangers Wait, ended you- up outshooting the Boston Bruins in the game, 34 to 32. And they won on faceoffs, fifty-five percent. That's what that's what gave them all the trouble. Maybe that's them. a statistic anomaly. My goodness. Well, listen, broken clock is right twice a day, right? They probably would have won in regulation if they lost the faceoff battles. I couldn't agree with you more. I could not agree with you more. But Zibanejad was on fire, and the reason why he was is because Bergeron didn't play. Um, that's why he was on fire, and that's why the Rangers won the majority of the draws. This week, you got two games against a, a young uh, Detroit Red Wings team who they, they cannot take for granted or their speed and their youth is really going to kill them. Uh, and then you got a game up in Ottawa on, on Sunday late afternoon, 5 o'clock start. Bef- and you got a couple of days off. And then next week really starts their – there are lots of games and lots of days against really quality opponents. So we're going to see where these Rangers actually stack up um, – starting next week or the following week, rather, with games against the likes of Washington, uh, Pittsburgh, Vancouver, St. Louis, and then a, a trip up to the uh, to the upper Midwest and going to Winnipeg, Minnesota, St. Louis, and even Dallas. So we're going to find start. out what this Rangers team is made of in the next three weeks. Um, they are currently sitting at third in the Metropolitan Division, um, but they do have two games in hand on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um if they do win those two, they will have more regulation wins. So thus going in front of the Penguins for home ice advantage, which I think is going to be key Ooh. in that, which I think is going to be key in that series. Um, it's going to start putting money on the Rangers. <laughs> Get ready uh, for a losing streak. 
No. Why? Why do you have to be so mean? Speaking of losing streaks, Steve, how the devil's doing? Well, it's only a two-game losing streak. It's only. But okay. They did destroy the St. Louis Blues 7-4, to taking revenge on that shithead John Hamm, who I believe comes from St. Louis, and then lost to the Penguins. Again, I, I didn't think they played that bad for the first two periods, but they really blew it in the third period. And then, again, a lackluster, not 60-minute effort uh, against the Lightning, where they played 20 good minutes and then took the rest of the game off and allowed five straight goals in defeat. They had the it's, lightning on their on their heels until about like ten five minutes, minutes left in the second period. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, it, was it more just than, turned on a dime. It was, uh, yeah, and it's it's inexcusable. There's no reason for it. The goals they gave up was just poor defensive coverage or having two two defensive players on the crease screening the goalie, and then a bomb from the point going in. It's just. It's bad fucking coaching at this point. It's got to be bad fucking coaching because there's no reason why this late in the season these players should be making these mistakes. It's it's the system that's in place that's allowing these other the, the other team to be so wide open. Um, I happen to think that the plan is after this season to bring the, the Utica coach up, and that's why they're holding out on firing Ruff and Steph. So we'll probably see Ruff and staff in place throughout the rest of this year. And then they'll all be shown the door. Hopefully if management cares at all about winning ever, they will be shown the door. Um, thankfully they have eight straight days off. So I don't have to have my heart broken for eight days. Well, what are you going to do the, the entire week? What, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go on vacation. I might go down to Cabo. Um, I don't know. I'm telling you, just not have my heart broken for eight straight days. Well, Jesus Christ, they come back and play. How many times they fucking play the Penguins this year already? It seems like they – is this the last one? This should be the last one, yeah. Right. Holy shit. It's, and it's, it's just because it was the makeup so soon after. Ah. Um, otherwise, it wouldn't seem like that many. I got you. If it's not, and if it's not the Hughes line, it doesn't seem like anybody scores. The Heesher line looked okay. Yeah, it wasn't Heesher scoring? He, Heesher uh... was scoring, but – Without Brad, he's not as effective. You know, I think his goal was it was it was a nice goal, but again, it's not a consistent. If Brad's not there, he's not as consistent. And Hughes is playing with with Zaka and and Sharon Govich. Sharon Govich and Mercer last the last two games, they moved Mercer over to the right wing just to put Zaka back to center. Yeah, I think to showcase. I, I agree. And well, he also went bitching and moaning that he, he wants to be a center. Well, good for him. He could want all he wants. I want him to score more fucking goals. So Once maybe we'll each get what we want. want all you want. Yeah. You can want all you want. So Nick, we, uh, we talked about, you know, February being a really important month for, for the Icelanders and for them to really get on track and, and really start this Western road trip. You got to be plus 500 and they fell a little short of that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was going to say uh, not even just 500, but they got to do, they have to be better than that to even sniff the playoffs. Right. Um, and uh, this was a uh, pretty poor uh, showing. They had one win in, against Vancouver. Vancouver just didn't show up in the first period. Uh, five goals against in the first period. 
Isles don't score five goals in games. So having five goals in the first period is pretty much like you figure the game's over. Uh, until it was five to three going to the third period. So, of course, you know, awesome. Uh, awesome to let the team back in the game. But uh, once they get that sixth goal, it was kind of over at that point in the third period. So the uh, they were able to pull that one out. Um, but the next three games against Edmonton, Calgary, and then back in the state of New York in Buffalo, all three losses, they weren't really in those games behind the entire time. Uh didn't lead didn't have a lead in any of those games and uh basically it looked the same they've just it feels like their um their identity is just not there they just they don't have that same style of play um this, i don't know if it's what it is it's weird to watch them because they last two years they've had the same exact or actually three years because you know it's really been long enough with trots so they've had the same kind of like play style and everything's been in sync and this year has just been completely out of it it just it's you watch them and i don't they, they play too many of these games are open um it gets too it just it's weird they shouldn't ever play that way um but like we were talking about face-offs earlier right so isles are basically one face-offs every single game except for one i think against edmonton they were 50 50 or something like that but every game they're like you know 58 percent 56 percent 54 and they out hit, out block, and it doesn't matter. Those those numbers are just not translating the same way they did last year, the year before that. Um, and it's uh, it's just, it's because even though they're they're getting those those things in play, they're just not. You could watch them when you watch them play; they just don't seem to be in sync. Like they're not they're not really doing a good job of of cycling or getting the um really getting like those 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 little kind of breakout breakaway plays that they'd get two on ones, you know, from playing really good defensively and then get a nice you know, opportunistic uh, play uh, to get a goal and then keeping the puck out of the net. Like those things are just not happening. Um, even with Pulak back, uh, he's clearly not uh, completely playing with Pelic yet. They've, they've, they've kind of been doing this weird thing where Pelic's been playing with Mayfield still. And then sometimes they'll put Pelic and Pollock together, but you know, Chara, Green, these guys are. This is their last seasons here. They're, they've, they've. I don't know what the the hesitancy is to not play them at this point. Um, they did rest Green for Sebastian Aho early, uh, at least one game this week. Um, but realistically, uh, you know, I, I think we hit that point, the tipping point of the season, where it's not looking like we're going to hit the playoffs. We're going to be in this awkward spot where, even with all the shitty play they've had, they're still. Uh, oh, did I move it? No, it's right here. They, uh, they're still a few games back of 500, and Columbus is fifth in the, in the standings in the Metro at 500. Okay, but they're well out of fourth, well out of fourth place. Like Washington is, I don't know what is this, 15, 16 points ahead of them. Um, if you look in the Atlantic, the fourth spot's 58 points, so they're still 18 points out from. From them, um, it's from uh, Boston. It's not going to happen. Like those teams are, um, they're too far away. They're just not going to catch them. If, um, if, you, not... if you if you played eight games, which would tie you for games played with Washington, you won all eight of those games. It puts you at fifty six points, and Washington's at sixty three. Now, great point. Yes, if, once they finally do catch up in games, 
and they won a bunch of games, then they'd be close. But it's just like it's just not. I don't know what it is. Uh, they, you know, uh, for instance, uh, Lou told um, Palmieri, he said, "Hey, just forget the first season even happened. First half of the season happened. Just just go out and play. Don't even worry about it. Like we can't change anything." Comes out, he has two goals in the last game, and you know he looked he looked engaged and it was good. Um, but it's like that they still had no result. The result, even though a couple goals, they still ended up losing that game. Um, two empty netters. So don't really, it was a one goal game, but they couldn't ever keep the team, the game tied and, and move into a position where they could actually, you know, like get a lead. They just couldn't get a lead constantly behind. They catch up, uh, go, go behind, catch up get behind. And then they couldn't get, get through it. And that's been the season. The whole season has been this way. And um they're losing daylight to, to really figure it out. And I think it's going to be tough for, uh, for Lou to not do something. I, I can't imagine being a buyer at this point. I don't see them doing any of that. Um, they have the cap room, but for what purpose? Unless it's, unless it's a player that's going to stick around, right? And it makes sense, and I, I, I agree with it. But, you know, as maybe long as we're not getting get older. J- maybe you guys can get JT Miller. He's got, two years, he's got two years uh, this I, year and next year left on his deal. You guys can, you guys take him. We, we need, we need, we need young blood in, in the, in the, in the team. There's, we're going to be one of those teams going to be one of the oldest teams in the league at some point soon, because there, there's too many guys in the league. I mean, look, Parise has worked out. He's been really good. Um, but he, he was snake bit half the season at, yeah, in scoring. And that's doesn't help you. I mean, yes, the grit helps the push in the pace and, I think his overall play has been really solid, but you know, we don't have goal scorers and we don't have the speed and that's kind of like, we need to get some of that in, into the, the, the team. And it's, uh, it's really noticeable in the back end with, with, with green and, and Chara. And um, I think uh, they're starting to wear out Sorokin. He's his, this is his first like big load of a season and he's started off the season real good, but he's looked a bit, shaky in the last few games and uh Varlamov's been he's actually stuck in Canada right now in quarantine what is it with your players getting trapped in other states okay terrific <sighs> yeah man and if the worst part so is it's like it's a different country the goalies both goalies didn't get COVID the whole time until now first time so Corey Schneider's backing up uh Sorokin this week um good chance Corey gets a game in um we'll see how that goes but Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't see them being uh, buyers. I think they're going to probably have to look at maybe selling something. Maybe Lou makes a move and says, you know, forget it. We're going to move one of these guys that we just signed. But I don't know. The, 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 the group seems to want to stick together. They've, they've only talked about that. And, you know, I mean, granted, they're all millionaires and they all can, you know, say that kind of shit when they're playing hockey for a living. So I'm like, I don't know, man. It's kind of fucking weird. But uh it's 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 tough to see I, I just get it's hard to watch them right now i just don't know how to um i don't know what they need to do they need to figure it out in the, in the locker room because i don't think it's any different from last year in terms of pieces it's just they just aren't executing and uh it you know you point to a lot of things but at the end of the day they gotta they gotta get shit done they gotta get goals and they gotta play their system and they just they don't seem to be uh playing their system real well there are positives coming up nick you have a game against montreal on Sunday. That's, I mean, the devils kicked their ass. I mean, hey, sorry. Well, we just got beat by Buffalo in a game that was extremely winnable and they, they couldn't, couldn't shut the door on Buffalo. 
So yeah, I'm not too hopeful. This is a whole level of suck. Whole different level of suck. This is different levels of suck. So I mean, that is pretty uh pretty true. Um, but you know what really sucked about the about the Buffalo game? Kyle Poso score has scored like almost every time he played it in the season. How is and he still in the league? He 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 has been much better. It's crazy, and it makes that that move we did years ago where we decided not to, to, to re-sign Kyle Okoso. Matt Molson? No, they, they didn't re-sign Kyle because they they were like, we need to move on. It's just not working out with him and Tavares and top line together. Not that they, they not personality-wise, just, just they weren't getting, we weren't making, we weren't getting, in, you know, past the first round. I thought he playoffs. went to Buffalo. I thought he went to Buffalo in the Matt Molson deal. No? No, we uh, we signed, uh, we didn't sign him and we signed uh, uh, Andrew Ladd instead. We put the money towards Andrew Ladd, which... More and more looks like even worse deal. Looks um, great. <laughs> and now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong Bill. I'm really surprised we don't have this soundbite yet. Have to say I like doing it live. Do you? I like doing it live. I like it too. I always appreciate it. This uh, I told you guys before we started the show. I think everybody's going to really dig this question. We started the show gonna, an hour and a half ago. Yeah, it's going to be a slam dunk. Which Avalanche player broke Red Wings center Chris Draper's jaw in Claude Game Lemieux. Six of the nineteen ninety? Patrick Wah. Claude Lemieux. He's correct. Steve's correct. Ding 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 ding. Oh man, we really want to speed it up now. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it? Do you, do you want me to read off the uh, the multiple choices? Yeah, who are the multiple choice, please? <laughs> A. Claude Lemieux. B. Valerie Kamensky, which would be shitty That's to do to his teammate. Oh, C. Chris Simon or D. Adam Deadmarsh. It's uh, Simon, A. I mean, Chris Simon A. Claude was the guy on the Avalanche, so. And then Claude cried about it. We now take you live to a press conference held by Nick Larita in which he wants to discuss his fanhood. Hey, Nick, uh, this is Sal from the Gilligan Islanders blog. I'd like to ask you a question about your desire to be an Islanders fan. Um, technical difficulties. Hold on. No. Hey. All right. So we'll have to do this quick because I, uh, I got like probably like a minute and a half. Sorry. Okay. Good. Could you tell me about your desire to be an Islanders fan? Yeah, man, it's it's been a it's been a long road. It's been really tough. I don't know, I don't know how we're gonna get through uh, the season uh, without changes. Um, so uh, I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to Lou yet, but uh, you know, it's uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play my games and uh, watch them all and make sure that they're uh, we uh, you know give it a hundred percent. And if uh, if when once you get to that trade deadline, do you feel like you are going to change teams? Anything's possible, you know. It's uh, we could, we could see a change. I mean, I'll, I'll accept any uh, anything that uh, puts me in a position to win a to see a, a cup happen on a team I that's my favorite. But you know, it's it's uh, it, it, I can't. It's up to me. Uh, I'm hoping that the organization uh, can make a, a good uh, good decision here. But um, you know, I haven't had that discussion yet with Lou, so I don't know if uh, how that's going to go yet. Any questions from the Rangers' uh, uh, contingency? Part of this uh, stupid text message. <laughs> uh, all, all I heard was you, you, you didn't. You, you need to attend your your uh, your, your class. The the improv the the uh, what's it called? Improv class. Improv. Yeah, you you didn't go to your improv class this week. Is that what you said, Tom? Uh, yeah. 
right. Um, we'll have to skip Tom because he's uh, he's he's coming off his uh, sugar high. All right. Well, well, thanks for the questions, guys. It was really a, a great uh, uh, time here. Uh, I hope uh, my time in the islands uh, continues. But you know, we'll see how it goes uh, with the uh, trade deadline coming up. And um, you know, I'll keep you posted. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nick. I thought you guys would do better than that one. I was. I, was I didn't know glad. we were supposed to make up more questions. Did I, did I, I thought miss? You can I, I miss a text message? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I have no idea. It was, it was, well, I, I, were you I Robert gave, Leonard? I, were you Robin Leonard? No. no. no it, it's a playoff of Claude Giroux's uh, non-committal. Uh, uh, we talked about it. You should have put that in the text message, and then we could have played along a little bit better. Out. Okay. Okay. I thought you figured that one out. My bad. I should have said it's playoff Giroux. All right. I'll know next time to do that better. Bet. Oh, well. What the fuck is Randy Travis the turd? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that guy. <sighs> I give him a call, but um, my phones are, my headphones are literally going to no, die. Don't, you don't have, seconds. that's fine. That's fine. We're good. We're All good. Right. We don't need to, we don't need to talk to him. All right. Let's go to this date and Steve's stomach. <laughs> oh, that feels better. Brings us to the year of our Lord, 2014. 2014. I'm ready. Right. And boy, do I got a gem for you guys. Please go to January 26th. Oh, do I got a gem. You fucking asshole. January 26th, 2014. January 26th, 2014. January 26, 2014 was a Sunday. I had a pork roll and cheese sandwich for breakfast oh, with a regular Coca-Cola. Oh. Mm. For lunch, I enjoyed a grilled cheese, fries, and Coca-Cola. Oh, this is a large food day for you. And I enjoyed that at Yankees Stadium, where mm. I watched... The New York Yankees destroy the Devils. Oh my God! Seriously? In the, the stadium series. The I mean, the, the Rangers. The Rangers destroy the Devils in the stadium series game. Um, well, really? that that just game? so you know, just so you know, I did weigh myself with the clothing I wore to the game, and then took all that clothing off and weighed myself again. Ten pounds of clothing I had on. It was a little chilly that day, eh? It was a little chilly that day. We even had a full beard in preparation for that game. I did. Uh, You yourself full naked, huh? Why why did you pick the 26th of January, 2014? This one's going to blow your minds. You ready? The price of the first class mail stamp increases to 49 cents. Wow. This might just be the end of the bit. I think we just—I <laughs> think you just witnessed the no, end but, of what's in Steve's but wait, stomach. It's but monumental. Wait, but, wait, but wait, did did A Rod have a homer in that game? <laughs> Is that that's supposed to be that's supposed to be funny because I said the Yankees instead of the Rangers? Yeah. Is that that's what you were going for? Uh huh. Mark because I made a, hit a, a little mistake. The left field against the shift that the Devils put on. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are all just so lucky that she's asleep and i can't yell 
Jeter stole second base on Brodor. <laughs> Fatty sister-in-law, fucker. Jesus. Well, I try to go find my stadium cup series or stadium series cup, but I couldn't find it because I was I think the game you after were, the after. You shouldn't have been looking for Yankees. You should have been looking for hockey teams. Yeah, we get it, Bill. <laughs> Are we I'm done gonna yet? Oh, I'm gonna crash the Are world. we done yet? <laughs> yeah, Tom's not gonna wait up tomorrow. I may not go to sleep tonight. Uh, so much fun dip. Uh, uh, don't forget to uh, follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore rivals. Our marketing department. Don't make that final word something about the fucking Yankees, motherfucker. They have been genius. Don't make it something about the fucking Yankees. Fantastic. Uh, don't forget do to uh, rate us and give us a uh, a review, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts. Show a little respect. Podcast, give us a rating and turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy! Say something. So in this space last week, I had mentioned something about our marketing department and, and, and that whole thing blew up and, and it became this huge marketing campaign where we are actually getting t-shirts. And so I'm thinking, how do I top what I said last week? It was such a big witty moment. And then I thought, shit, I don't, I'm just going to say real men drink pink. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to harkness this thing. I'm going to harkness this. I'm just going to go back to the same joke and do it over and over. So, I respect there. it. I respect <laughs> it. Let's sing us out. All my friends and rivals, flyers fuck, flyers fuck, flyers fuck off. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck, flyers fuck off. <laughs> Where are you going? Don't go nowhere. Oh, you. <laughs> God damn. He's going to try and edit that out and replace it with the Rangers or something. I hope he doesn't. I think one of my best memories is when we went to see the Yankees play in the pinstripe bowl. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, he's gone already. What? <laughs>